Hello and welcome to the Wrestling Newspaper Podcast. I'm your host Daniel and that is probably as upbeat as you're going to hear me today. So I'm going to lie, I had no plans to do an episode today, a podcast, so it's going to be a quick one. I am literally delaying going to work to do this, but as like many of you, I'm sure I've just finished watching Monday Night Raw. Now, the big news from Monday Night Raw that has got everyone talking It was who is going to be Kurt Angle's WrestleMania opponent. Is Kurt Angle's last ever match? Who is it going to be? WWE.com. They have been teasing matches all week. Undertaker, Cena, Joe. They have been teasing the lot. We've been getting graphics up all week. We've had a one-week build of anticipation of who it's going to be. What WWE done? They have gone with... Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin is going to be the opponent at WrestleMania for Kurt Angle in his last ever match. Now, first thing that everyone's thinking because this is WWE, are they just doing it to piss off the audience? Maybe they'll bring in Cena or Taker at a later date, which is possible. But my question is more importantly than the Kurt Angle-Baron Corbin match, why why every story that WWE decide to tell in 2019, or even before, has to be centred around pissing off your audience. Why? Why do they need to do it? WWE pride themselves apparently on not being a wrestling company. We tell stories they like to say. Well, I tell you what, they are probably the worst at telling stories out of any wrestling company that exists. New Japan, Ring of Honor, even AEW, and they haven't even started. They tell better stories than WWE do. The worst thing that ever happened to WWE was the Daniel Bryan storyline that, that, that fell into their laps that they didn't deliberately do leading into WrestleMania 30, where Bryan... The guy who they beat, they beat him, they beat him, they beat him. They wouldn't give the crowd what he wanted. For months, they weren't giving us Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania until the crowd basically forced their arms and they saw how over it got Daniel Bryan. Now, since then, that is what they try to do. For some reason, they think that is going to work every single time and it isn't. Let's look at the build to this year's WrestleMania. I've put a tweet up, which is basically why this is going to be a quick episode, okay? I just don't have the time to do it. I'm delaying going to work to do this episode as I feel that passionately about this. I feel it needs to get out of there. Right, so let's look. I've no notes for this show, so excuse me if it's not the best show. But, right, the build for this year's WrestleMania, right? We've got the Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte match. What has the build for that been centred around? It's been about screwing Becky Lynch. It's been about annoying the fans by taking Becky out of that match and eventually putting her back in. So, after watching Raw weeks ago, people, I come on Twitter and everybody's fuming, right? That is not healthy. 
they can do it short for one storyline, maybe two at a push going to WrestleMania. But we've got the Becky storyline, the Kofi Kingston storyline. Tomorrow night, he's getting screwed with a five-on-one gauntlet storyline. They took him out of the title match. We've got the Becky being screwed story, the Kofi being screwed story. They then have Ronda Rousey calling wrestling fake deliberately in a ploy to annoy you, the audience. They then tease Kurt Angle against Undertaker, against Cena, but instead they give us Baron Corbin. That is, now I'm not saying the match will happen, but that, they purely have teased those matches and instead give us Baron Corbin in an attempt to annoy you, the audience. And I just don't understand why they feel the need to do this for every story. There's only so much a fan can take. Sure, their players will not give them what we what they want for weeks. We'll annoy them for weeks, and in the end, we'll give them what they want. But what they don't realise is, in the process, how many people is that annoying and putting off watching the show? And people will say, oh, you'll be back next week, you'll be back next week, which, for me, I will. I'll always be back. I'm a glutton for punishment. But you only need to look at the rating numbers to realise that not everybody does that. They are losing viewers by the thousands week on week. Look at, they're down about 10-15% from this time last year. And that is partly due, partly due to how they book everything. They just don't listen to the audience. Sure, in the end, I'm sure Becky will win the title. Maybe Kofi will. But... That is not the point, just for one moment. We don't need to go through 10 weeks of screwing your audience. It's, I just don't see why it's necessary. Now, tweet me if I'm wrong. If I'm wrong with this, tweet me. Sure, people say you've got to like give them the down before you give them the up, but not in every single story. Another story that I've not mentioned, Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar, which is... Possibly one of the worst build-ups to a title match I've seen for WrestleMania in years. Now, this story, let's face it, is centred around... I personally don't get annoyed by this, but I know many of our listeners and people out there do get annoyed by this. The story is centred around Brock Lesnar not showing up for Raw. He's taken the title hijack. He's hi Sorry, he's hijacked the title. And Seth is fighting for the title to be on Raw every single week. That, again, isn't using the heat that Lesnar got last week. I mean, last night, yeah. Sure, that's great. But it just... Every segment on Raw is about pissing off your audience. There's no way that crowd in Chicago last night come out and said, yeah, that was a great show. Instead, they got shit thrown in their face. And you might say, oh, you're just a dumb mark ranting. This is what WWE do. No other wrestling company does this. No other wrestling company feeds us shit and gives us stuff that annoys... it. It's one thing, right, for it to just, it's the way they build stories, sure, whatever, but they are deliberately going out there to piss off their audience, and I just don't understand, I do understand why they're doing it, but for every story, come on, you can be more creative than that, you can tell stories, what happened to like telling stories around wins and losses, hell, I'd sooner have, be, be, have them telling stories around Katie Vick, or Mae Young giving birth to a hand and this constantly pissing off your fans. After every Raw, after every SmackDown, all you need to do is log on to Twitter and people are fuming. Sometimes, maybe wrongly so, but I just don't get why you deliberately go out there to annoy your audience. That is what the build for this WrestleMania has been centred around. And I'm sure, in the end, at WrestleMania, 
they will be fine. Kurt Angle will beat Baron Corbin if that's the match they're doing. Ronda Rousey will be gone, probably. Kofi Kingston will presumably win the title. Becky will presumably win the title. But they annoy people week on week that often that eventually people are just like, oh, I can't be bothered with this. People are sat there thinking, why should I spend my money on this when they don't care about their audience? And it's just... I just... This WrestleMania card, they are so, so lucky that they have got this Kofi Kingston storyline that's fell into their hands. They didn't plan for this Kofi Kingston story where everyone passionately wants him to win the title. They were just given it by luck that Mustafa Ali fell to an injury and they happened to have Kofi to replace him. And Kofi got himself over. Sure, they booked some of that story, but it wasn't pre-planned. It was not intentionally booked at all. Another thing, so we've got the Baron Corbin Kurt Angle match. And for anyone who has any doubt in their mind whether or not WWE do long term booking, right? So the story is Kurt Angle got screwed out a bit. Uh, screwed again, let's piss off the audience again. He got screwed out of being the GM of Raw and Baron Corbin was his replacement. Now, if they're planning to go to WrestleMania for this big match, why not have Corbin be the general manager going into WrestleMania and Angle fighting back for what he lost? No. Instead, they sacked Kim. They sacked whatever. They got rid of um, Baron Corbin from that role and just forgot about it. Baron Corbin's been doing nothing for weeks. Kurt Angle's been doing nothing for weeks. Baron Corbin beat Kurt Angle within five minutes clean on Raw the other week. What was it? Five or six weeks ago, maybe, right? He beat him clean. So at that point, they clearly did not have plans to have Angle versus Corbin at WrestleMania. And when you book in week to week, there's flaws in your storylines. It is clear for everyone to see. And uh, to be honest with you, I actually don't mind the Kofi Kingston and Becky story. The Becky storyline sort of took a turn for the worse recently. But I think the Kofi storyline is fine to do in a vacuum. But when you're doing it in every other match build-up, it just begins a bit like, Ugh, do we really need this going into every match? I mean, ugh, Beth Phoenix and Natalia. Beth Phoenix and Natalia are supposedly our dream team return coming to fight for the titles at WrestleMania. Beth Phoenix. People, Beth Phoenix, she's a Hall of Famer. If she's a Hall of Famer, I'm a Hall of Famer, right? She, people for, just forget. At the time when Beth Phoenix was on Raw, nobody cared at all. She was just a nobody. Maybe not a nobody, but she was just there. She was there. She didn't really do anything. And now she's in this team with Natalia. Apparently, it's a dream team. They had a great tag team back in the day. I don't remember it. I was there skipping through Raw, watching 45 minutes every week of a three-hour show because it's that damn bad when Beth Phoenix was on Raw. And I don't recall much of this Natalia Beth Phoenix stuff. And that's from someone who watches every week. So I was the normal viewer going to do it. Uh, I'm annoyed that I don't like coming on here on ranting. That is Martin's job. But I just, I'm sure, I'm not saying it won't come, it won't work out in the end. I think the WrestleMania card is okay. There's some matches on there that I'm thinking, wow, why are they on WrestleMania? But you get that every year. But it is disappointing that we've got, if they are going with Kurt Angle and Baron Corbin, why, why are they going with it? I spoke to Martin and Martin is, he likes Baron Corbin, which is fair enough, but 99% of people don't. People say, oh, it's heat, it's heat, it's for heat. Baron Corbin does not have heat as in, boo, you're a dick. He's got heat as in, boo, get off my TV screen. I don't want to see you on my TV screen. Whenever his music hits, I literally pick up my phone and just go on my phone. 
or fast forward because the guy doesn't do anything for me. He is an okay mid-carder at best. He should not be facing Kurt Angle in his last ever match, which I'm not even sure he will do, to be honest. It wouldn't surprise me if they put John Cena or Undertaker in. Now, I want to get across, I am not complaining about the actual WrestleMania card. There's a few things I wouldn't have done on it that are on there, but the card and the show, I'm sure, will be fine. It's just how they get there, how they build the excitement for the card, and I just don't know why they have to do it around pissing off the audience. I'm tired of being pissed off. I want to turn on my TV, watch WWE, and think, yeah, that was good. That was fine, I'm excited for WrestleMania. I don't want to do it and think, why is Baron Corbin in one of the biggest matches on WrestleMania? I am now going to head off to work and be thinking about this. Well, probably I won't because I'll be too busy working. But do you know what I mean? It's not how you want to start your day. I, I feel like I'm just going to have to take a break from Raw, which is not the ideal time to do it. I say that, which I won't, but many others will. Um, so I've run in for 12 minutes. You've got had a 12-minute, 30-minute run out of me. I've had no notes, so it might not have been the best, but I had to get that off my chest. Just WWE, if you're listening, which I am positive you're not, Please stop trying to piss off your audience. There's no need. Do it in one or two stories a year, maybe. Not every damn one. Right. I think that's it. We're at the end of the show. I've had a quick rant. This has basically been your shoot talk for the day. As I think Martin's coming back tomorrow. Um, if you've listened to this podcast, make sure to check out what's coming tonight, which is a Ring of Honor 17th anniversary show. From the House of Honor podcast, Danny has a special guest on the show, so they're going to review the 17th anniversary Ring of Honor show. I think the show is at least an hour, so you've got an hour of audio coming from the Wrestling Newspaper Network. We are we're smashing out this audio, aren't we? I feel like considering we're just basically starting from nothing. There's audio coming four to five times a week. It's a big effort for everyone involved. We all take times out of our schedule to do this for you, free of charge. I hope you're all enjoying it. I'm enjoying doing it. Not enjoying ranting about Raw. I prefer to be much more positive and leave the shoot stuff to Martin. So with that said, make sure you look out for Martin's return to the Wrestling Newspaper Network with Shoot Talk, which will be probably tomorrow. We're going to have the Ring of Honor show tonight. Um, we're going to have loads coming, Wrestlemania, 14 days away, Wrestlemania week is 14 days away for me as I'm flying, 13 days actually now, that's it, that's the end of the show, it's just a quick show, I hope I've not annoyed anyone, don't really care if I have, I have been Daniel, you've been lovely, and I will see you later.